Good evening, my poetic listeners. I hope you all had a beautiful and blessed day. And I hope you guys had an amazing weekend as well. I thank you all for tuning in this magnificent Monday. In tonight's episode, we're going to be discussing hip-hop and poetry. And speaking of hip-hop and poetry, did you know that Tupac had a spoken word album out called The Rose That Grew From The Concrete? Yo, I can't make this up, people. We'll be discussing all that and more tonight on Cafe Nights. Good evening, guys. We're going to start off by mentioning Tupac's The Rose That Grew From The Concrete album, a 25-track acapella spoken word album that was released November 21st, 2000, which dropped sadly four years after the artist's untimely demise, but the album itself achieved critical acclaim with over 260,000 in sales as of 2011, which is probably more than double the numbers today. Now, back when I was 14 years old, I was inspired by poetry artists much like Common, Talib Kweli, Erica Badu, Jill Scott, India Irie, and Most Def. While my friends were into underground rap and mainstream hip-hop artists like Jay-Z, Nas, DMX, D-Block, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Dr. Dre, Exhibit, Nelly, Chingy, T.I., Young Jeezy, Rick Ross, and Lil Wayne. And yeah, while I was a big fan of a few deaths on that list, I still had a passion for poetry. And the artists I preferred bought that inner city sound that just spoke to my soul, but it it really shocked me when I heard Tupac's poetry album was much different than his other catalog of music, which he rapped about hoochie mamas and murdering cats who disrespected him or his crew. And no, I really can't make this up, guys. If you're not a fan of Tupac's music, I suggest you check out his music. It's actually aged to perfection and worth listening to over and over again. Just Google it and tell me what you think about it, ladies and gentlemen. Back to the story, which I digress. I heard that album it blew me away. It was like he was speaking to the heart and soul of the inner city. Each track a different message. Each track was a different story. It was very compelling. And I suggest you guys go check it out as well. But when I told my friends I wanted to write poetry, they laughed at me, man. They dogged me for hours until I went home, locked myself in my room, and, and re-listened to the album over and over again until I developed a connection to poetry myself. An affinity, if you will. I was in love with it. I love writing poems, but my mom, well, she never understood why her son loved poetry so much. She's she's not a big fan of poetry at all. She wasn't a big fan of the genre. Honestly, she preferred classic soul music, and that's one thing about me. I'm very eclectic when it comes to music, but I'd rather write poetry rather than listen to music. And I'm being honest about that, guys. I'd rather write poetry than listen to music. That's one thing my friends never understood as well, guys. Like, they were out playing basketball, football, being ordinary teenagers. Yet, I went to school, came home, and sat in my room, either listening to music or wrote poetry all day. And I cannot, I cannot make this up, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of you not. I had, I had a thing for inner city music as well. It spoke to you in such a way where... How can I explain this? <laughs> it spoke to you in such a way, like, however you were feeling and you couldn't get it off your chest or explain it to someone else in a way, you know, it, it, it would, like, you would tell them, hey, listen to this track. And they would listen to it, like, the song Come Close by uh, Mary J. Blige and Comet. You know, I was in love with this girl, you know, not to get off topic or subject, whatever, guys. You know, I was in love with this girl back in middle school, and that song came out 
around the time I was in, uh, I got out of middle school, you know, me and the girl, you know, we separated life-wise. She went to a different high school than I did, and um, we ended up running into each other this uh, one day in May, you know, we getting ready to uh, take our finals and whatnot <clears throat> and go on to the next grade after summer. And long story short, I was listening to Come Close to Me, and she was on one side of the bus, you know, because we was catching the bus home. One side of the bus, I was on the other. And I had the, the, the my headphones in, and she waved hi to me. You know, I wave hi to her. Long story short, we start chatting about how life was going and everything like that. And um, she asked, how did I feel about her? And I, I just like, because I had that song on repeat. I, I, I was nervous. You know, I really couldn't explain it. So I let her hear the song. And long story short, we fell in love. But, you know, we broke up, you know, after I, I hit my, my, my young adult years, unfortunately. But, you know, she's always a good friend of mine. But long story short. It spoke in such a way where if you were really feeling someone and you couldn't get it off your chest or explain it to them in a way that they could understand, Inner City Music could explain it in a creative fashion to help them understand. So long story short, I've always been a fan of poetry and spoken word, and ever since I heard Tupac's album, The Rose That Grew From The Concrete, it really inspired me to be the man I am today. It honestly changed my life. Most of my friends who were into rap music, gangster rap music, and underground rap music ended up going to jail, unfortunately, while some of them were gunned down trying to act gangster, trying to live that life, while some became addicted to drugs. Too many times people would hear music and try to emulate it into their life, not realizing that music is art imitating life, not life imitating art, and that's why a lot of these artists really don't do what they say they do in their music, while some really do, but some just do it for fame. That's why I prefer to stick with poetry. It's simplistic, it's beautiful, it's expressive, it truly is the verbal form of art itself. I mean, to sum it all up, ladies and gentlemen, I can go on forever about poetry, writing poems, spoken word, and inner city music, but I'm going to say this and I'm going to be real. To be a hip-hop artist, you need to be talented, really downright lyrical, but to be a poet, you can be an ordinary Joe. Hip-hop or rap music can bring you quick instant success and fame and fortune, but there's a downside to it if you can't handle it. Yet poetry anybody can write, and while sometimes it can bring you fame, it's not as big as hip-hop fame. I mean, give me the last time you've ever heard of a poet strung out on drugs or in jail or went broke trying to impress people at a strip club. Now, I'm not defaming hip-hop or anything like that because I'm an avid hip-hop fan, but when you listen to today's lyrics of hip-hop, and when you listen to poetry from the 90s to today, poetry never ha- never changed. Poetry never had to make up some dance gimmick in the mid-2000s. Poetry never had demanding lyrics. Poetry has always been the same that it was yesterday and today that it will always be. And you don't have to be truly talented to write poetry. Once again, poetry or spoken word is the verbal expression of emotions and anybody can express how they really feel. I mean, without being lyrical or anything like that, not all poetry rhymes. And that's the beautiful part of it all. You can have the most beautiful, expressive poems out there that do not rhyme. Trust me, I read a few guys. But at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, hip hop is poetry and poetry is hip hop in lyrical form. And don't get me wrong, guys. We have different forms of hip hop today. We have gangster rap music. 
we have mainstream rap music, we have Christian rap music, and what we consider in today's genre is backpack rap, where the artist has a clean background, clean music, but is super dope lyrically. Like I said, this this isn't to demean hip-hop or defame it at all, because Tupac Shakur was a poet before he was a gangster rapper. And if you don't believe me, Google it. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you all for tuning in to Cafe Nights with me, your host, Matt Foster, your man of the hour, right here on The Poetry Corner. I love you guys. God bless and good night.